You're listening to the Influencer Podcast, episode number 105. So you know that I do not shy away when it comes to efficient and useful things that can actually help us grow an online influence and make it a little bit fun and easy along the way. And Skillshare is just that. Skillshare is an online learning community for creators. With more than 25,000 classes in design, business, and more, you'll discover countless ways to fuel your curiosity, creativity, and career. Take classes in things like social media marketing, mobile photography, creative writing, or even illustration. Whether you're looking to discover a new passion, start a side hustle, or gain new professional skills, Skillshare is there to keep you learning and thriving. Now, as you know, I am a firm believer in investing in yourself and always learning as you go, which is why lifelong learning is so important to me. And I know that I talk about it on this podcast all the time. That is what I really like about Skillshare. They even have classes on there when it comes to creative writing that I think would be really useful for things like writing a book proposal or even just trying to get a little bit more comfortable in things like Instagram posts that could be really beneficial. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for you. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Two months of Skillshare for free. Skillshare is offering the Influencer Podcast listeners two months of unlimited access to over 25,000 classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com forward slash TIP. Again, that's Skillshare.com forward slash TIP to start your two months now. Skillshare.com forward slash TIP. Now, raise your hand if you've ever had a brand offer you a free gift in exchange for your time and audience. I see you, sister. This happens constantly in the influencer world experience. Let me tell you, I get a ton of DMs and emails offering gifted products every single day, but here's the thing. I believe my time and your time is valuable and you deserve to be paid in dollars because gifts are nice, but they do not pay the bills. This isn't to say that all gifts are bad. These opportunities can be great if you are actually loving and using the product, and I could go on all day about that if they parlay into experiences and so on. But let me tell you, I am on a constant mission to empower you to move from those one-offs, product for post deals, to long-term high-paying brand collaborations. And this is something I talk about extensively in Pitch It Perfect. And I'm here with today's guest, who's a walking testimony of just that, of what you can accomplish with the strategies that I teach in this program. Cassie Brady is a fashion and lifestyle blogger and one of my students in Pitch It Perfect. And what I love about Cassie is that she completely debunks the myth that you need a gazillion followers to monetize your influence. In fact, Cassie has 2,500 followers on Instagram and the tools in Pitch It Perfect, she has been able to move from those gifted offers to paid brand deals, partnering with brands like Avino and Gordman's. Not only is she getting paid, but she's negotiating to get paid for what her work is really worth. So I am so excited for her to share how she's been able to do it, how she's used these tools and strategies that she's learned in Pitch It Perfect to turn these free gifted offers into actual money in the bank. I know a lot of listeners are going to really relate to where Cassie is coming from and where she's going and really gleam some great insights from her experience. So let's get to it. So I got to give a shout out today to Simply Sheila, our reviewer of the week. And she says, I just recently started listening to this podcast and I'm loving it so far. As a recently new blogger, there is so much I don't know about blogging, social media, and influencers. And Julie gives detailed information about all of these and more importantly, how to bring guests on to share their experiences. I love hearing how they got from point A to point Z. And I cannot wait to apply all of these tips I get from this podcast to my own blog. Thanks Sheila for that feedback. You know how much we love it. And of course I want to hear from you 
about your feedback if you have not shared that yet. So all you got to do is head on over to iTunes and give us a review so I can highlight it in an upcoming episode and make sure as always to screenshot today's episode, tag me on your Instagram story at Jill Solomon and our guest today, which is at the dark plum hashtag the influencer podcast. So we can know what you thought about today's episode, the amazing feedback that Cassie gives you today. I cannot wait to hear what you guys think. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist, brand building expert, speaker, and New York Times bestselling publicist. This is where I take you behind the scenes with today's top influencers, industry insiders, and entrepreneurs as they share step-by-step strategies to help you turn your online dreams into a purposeful and profitable business. Hey guys, so before you hit that fast forward button, yeah, (laughs) I know what you're doing. I know that you've heard me talk a lot about my Pitch It Perfect Masterclass before in the past, but I have some exciting news to share today. I've spent the last few months updating this masterclass, and it is brand new, and I'm bringing it to you very, very soon. Over the next few weeks, I will be doing two all-new live free masterclasses. That's right. I said two free masterclasses. Now, I haven't done a live masterclass since last year, so if you want to get in on the free action with me live, then you got to join us for these. This is a completely new masterclass that teaches the five pitching mistakes that are killing your brand deals and the five easy fixes that take you from crickets to landing bankable collaborations. You can join us in this masterclass to learn not only how to craft pitches that will convert, but the best way to approach brands about collaborating and some of the other little mishaps that may be happening that all you got to do is take some pivots to see tremendous results. This masterclass has strategies and steps that will literally blow your mind. Again, it is brand new stuff that I have never shared and talked about that I cannot wait to dive in with you. Now, I'll be doing these masterclasses on Thursday, April 11th, and I'm giving you two time slots to choose from so you don't miss it. One is at 10 p.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, or 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. You can join the free masterclass by going to pitchitperfect.net forward slash masterclass. Again, that is pitchitperfect.net forward slash masterclass. Hi, Cassie. It's so amazing to have you joining us today. Hi, Julie. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. Yes. And I am so excited because not only do I think you're a phenomenal blogger and and somebody who has really debunked the myth of needing tens of thousands of followers to be successful, which we're going to be talking a lot about today, but you're also a student of my program, Pitch It Perfect. And you have been able just to really take what you've learned from that program and also just take your own vision and your own genius from really how you want to show up in the influencer space and how you want to show up as a blogger and really make it your own and monetize it and be successful. So I want to give you a little kudos to that. And I'm so excited for you just to share a little bit about your journey today to a lot of those listening, because as you and I both know, a lot of times bloggers and influencers, whether they're just starting out or they've been doing this for a while, they feel like you know, if they don't have, you know, 5,000 followers or 10,000 followers or 20 or whatever that number is that they make up and tell themselves that they're not going to be able to succeed. And I know that you have been able to really debunk that. And, um, and so I kind of want to just start with the beginning of your journey of how you got into blogging, why you wanted to get into it and, and what it's kind of looked like for you so far. Yeah, well, thanks so much, Julie, for that nice intro. Um, I actually started blogging um, way back in 2010. So I have been doing this for a while. I started blogging because of my love for fashion. I actually 
went to college for fashion design. I always loved fashion. Um, I really didn't know how I was going to use that passion and that gift of mine. Um, so after college, I had, um, heard about Etsy and a lot of other people I knew were sewing and making things on Etsy and having a blog. So I thought, well, maybe this is the way that I can share my gift of fashion with the world and to make something of myself. I knew I really wanted to work for myself and eventually have my own clothing line. So I thought, well, maybe this is the path to do that. Um, so I started a blog and I started sewing and that was going really well. Um, but on the side for fun and, you know, in my downtime, I would read a lot of fashion bloggers and I just really enjoyed, you know, reading about them and what they were doing. And I just, I had no, I no idea how they were making money. I didn't know that that was actually a job. So it wasn't until a friend of mine had said I should start posting pictures on Instagram of my outfits that I had decided to do that. And then it kind of took off from there. So it changed from me sewing and making things to me as a fashion blogger. And kind of share with me a little bit of, of what that journey has been like for you since you, since you made that switch. Um, and some of the things really, when it comes to, um, some of the mistakes or the challenges that you've had to face and to kind of overcome to keep getting to the. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely one of my mistakes, I mean, it's definitely not a mistake to get started and to put yourself out there. Um, but one of my mistakes was definitely trying to follow the money instead of follow my passions. You know, I, I just couldn't see how other fashion bloggers were making an income. And so I didn't even bother um, putting myself out there in that way. Um, I know working for yourself and making your own business is not a success overnight. And I was just kind of looking for that quick fix of maybe, you know, bringing in some income so I could work for myself and have that lifestyle that I wanted and that freedom that I wanted. And also being able to, you know, enjoy a uh, a career in fashion and, and not have to feel like I needed to move to a big city in order to enjoy that. And, you know, I just wanted to make that life right where I wanted it to be. So definitely my biggest mistake was following the money. And then it wasn't until a friend had opened my eyes and told me, you know, how my fashion was really inspiring her. And it wasn't just hearing that from her. I was hearing that from several friends and family members. And I kept thinking, if this is, you know, what I'm talented at, and if this is what I'm influencing my friends and family on, then maybe this is what I, and this is what I'm doing in my free time, then maybe this is what I should be doing as a blog and as a business. So I switched my blog, you know, from, from making into fashion. And it was a challenge. I mean, it, it was a challenge to switch and stop doing that because I had built it up for four years before that. But I got a lot of um, positive reinforcement that when I did make the switch to a fashion blog, I, I immediately began getting um, 
offers to work with bigger companies and things like that. So that really helped me see that I was on the, on the right track. And would you mind if you can kind of take us back to that, that time that you were talking about the mistake of chasing mm-hmm. the money or mm-hmm. even the things that you might've made up and told yourself, like I, ha- I have to live in a yeah. big city in order to monetize this. What was that time like for you? If you can remember like the feelings that came up and just um, the struggles that you might've had to kind of um, deal with during that time. Yeah. I mean, my whole life, I had been, you know, asked from teachers and counselors, like, what do you want to do with your life? What do you want to be? And I would say things like, I want to be a model and I want to be a fashion designer and all these things. And, um, it was kind of like, yeah, but what do you really want to be? Or, oh, if you want to do that, then you need to move to a big city. Um, if you want to do that, you know, if you want to model, then you're, you're not going to make a lot of money. You know, all these things people were telling me were like, you're crazy to pursue those dreams. And if you do, it will be hard. And also it won't be very successful. You won't make a lot of money and things like that. And, you know, it's going to be a struggle. I'm going to have to pick up and move somewhere and, and work really hard to get discovered and things like that. So all those things I had heard my whole life, um, up until when I graduated college and blogging began, began to become, um, really popular. Um, and a lot of my friends and myself, I was following a lot of blogs before that was even a possibility. I, you know, I believed all those things. Like you have to be discovered. You can't really work in fashion, you know, unless you get lucky and you just need to have a backup job, you know, something stable and reliable. So I really had to overcome all of those doubts and difficulties and things that people had been telling me my whole life. And it's not that they were trying to crush my my dreams. I know that they um, just couldn't see the future and, you know, how things are now with, with social media, you can reach so many people and influence so many people on even just such a small niche. You can carve out for yourself a great income. So I definitely had to get over all of those past feelings and all of those challenges and use those to push me forward. Cause once I got a taste of when my friend had told me to start posting my outfits on Instagram. And I started getting positive feedback from friends and family. And then I even had some businesses ask to work with me. I was, I was like the aha moment. I'm finally on that right track. And even if I only get a handful of jobs here and there, it was worth it for me to push through and pursue that. Yeah. And that's, I want to kind of dive into when you made that, that switch and Mm -hmm. and really a lot of it was just that mindset, you know, that belief in yourself that you could do this and, and kind of testing the waters and trying something new. What I think is so unique and special about your journey is that you have, I think it's about 2,500 followers Mm -hmm. on Instagram. And, you know, for some people that may sound like a whole lot, But then I think for a lot of people, or at least what they make up and tell themselves, that isn't, you know, a big enough number, if you will, to actually monetize your blog and your influence. And you've been able to do that. So I I would love for you to kind of share with me a little bit of um, what that's been like and and being able to kind of debunk that that myth and that idea. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I just 
really decided to have that mindset of being so good that people can't ignore you. And I just want to put the best I can out there, the best photos, the best fashion, the best pictures, you know, the best blog posts I can out there because I love it, because I love what I do. And I'm so thankful to make any money doing it. And even just to do it as a hobby, I'm just, I finally feel like I found that thing that fulfills me. So I'm definitely not afraid to strive for that. And I know it's a long process. I'm, you know, picking up a handful of followers every day, but I'm, I'm not willing to take a shortcut and, you know, do some loop giveaways or, um, you know, spam people or buy followers or whatever people do just to have that appearance. I know those people will come. And I've, I've found that a lot of businesses that work with me appreciate the fact that I not only have a small following, but that I have a, a large engagement in spite of that small following. And the fact that I have taking the time, like even though it took me four years to figure it out, once I started blogging all of that time, I was able to hone my skills on, you know, writing blog posts and taking photos and things like that, that companies really look for. Um, a lot of businesses like to work with me because they know I produce quality content. Um, I have great photos that they can use on their um, social media platforms as well. And, you know, well-written blog posts and the small following that I do have is, you know, very, it's small, but it's, you know, very focused, you know, and I think a lot of businesses really appreciate that. And they can, they can see that if they work with me, they're going to have quality content. They're also going to have, um, you know, a lot of engagement and things like that, which some of the bigger follow or bigger accounts might not have as big of an engagement. I think a lot of companies are looking for that. They want to have a small influencer who's going to answer everybody's questions and, you know, help them through the process of picking something out and buying something and, and really being like their big sister, their friend, their trusted friend that they can look up to and that a lot of bigger accounts can't do. So I like to look to see what my strengths are. I try and focus on my strengths and not my weaknesses. Yeah, it would be nice to have a bigger following, but I, I know that I do still have something to offer. Mm, and I love what you mentioned about the small following. I call that a small but mighty following. It's like, yeah. it, may be, it may seem small compared to the overall landscape of this industry, but it's mighty. Um, so, and I want to kind of dive into that. So I know that you are a student of Pitch It Perfect, and I would love for you to kind of share with how you found Pitch It Perfect um, and, and a little bit about, you know, what kind of gave you the um, the belief to kind of just give it a shot and see if it would work. And then just the success that you've been able to have since taking the program. Yeah, um, actually... I was invited to go on a blog, my first blogger trip, and I was invited to sit on a fashion panel and give my opinions in it um, on fashion and interior design. And so, me along with fourteen other girls went, and the very first night, 
I was there, we actually went out to dinner and I happened to sit next to a girl and somehow we started talking about how much we love podcasts. So I asked her what she liked to listen to and she mentioned your podcast. And so I went home and I immediately listened to all the episodes and I took your free course online. And then, um, because this, um, fashion panel I sat on, we were meeting twice, two times during that year. It was my goal to be able to make enough money to buy the class and to take the class before our second meetup so that I could tell my friend, because she was on the fence or she wanted to buy it. And she said she was going to too. So I wanted to make sure and do it and buy it so that the next time we got together, I could say that I did. So it kind of being around other like-minded people, you know, even if they're not telling you to do these things or pushing you, I feel like it just pushes you to be better. And so that's how I found out about your class and how I decided to take it. And I definitely saw success after taking it right away. Taking your class gave me the tools I needed to be able to talk to companies and ask for what I'm worth and ask them to work with me. And it gave me so much confidence that I knew how to make money as an influencer, how much I'm worth, that I am worth, you know, asking for more than just free products. It gave me success right away. So I was definitely excited that I took the class. And what do you think was the biggest um, surprise that you might've had about taking, about enrolling that you found was like, wow, I didn't think that, you know, it, it was going to help me this much, or I was really surprised to find how helpful this one thing might've been. Yeah. I was really surprised and thankful that you had put together this private Facebook group because not only could I watched your class as much as I wanted to. And you gave us so much information and so many templates to use. But when the class was over and I've, you know, retaken it several times, gotten so much out of it, I still felt like I, you know, needed to confirm that what I was doing is right. So I love that there's a private Facebook group that I can pop in there and read what other people are doing or just get feedback right away. You know, it to be able to say, I just took this part of the class and I'm thinking of doing this or I did this and it worked. And just getting that um, reassurance in real time has been so helpful that now I, I know I'm on the right track. I mean, I have the information. I was able to take it and use it right away, but being able to talk to somebody to reassure me whenever I felt that need, especially right at the beginning when I was just starting out, like I wasn't sure, you know, how much I should charge. And I was able to go to the Facebook group and say, this is what the brand is asking. And this is what I'm thinking about. And then they would reassure me that, yeah, that is correct. You're not crazy to ask for that much. And then being able to ask the brand for what I thought I was worth and then having them accept that offer was such a thrill. And then I can go and share that win with the Facebook group was really awesome. 
I love the Facebook group too. And I just love to see how each and every student can help each other and um, the feedback that they get. I think it's so fun to say, you know, I just reached out to this brand and this is what they said to me. Do you guys have any, any thoughts on this? Or I love that you, that you also see the value in that because I think that that's such an invaluable part of the program. I mean, of course, the templates and and the actual program is so great mm-hmm. and it leads to results, but the Facebook community is is awesome. Yeah, it really is. Um, so I would love to hear about, you know, you have 2,500 followers roughly. What has your mm-hmm. monetized journey look like? Um, you know, especially mm-hmm. in the last six months or so, I know that you said since you've taken the program, you got to use a lot of the templates and you saw a lot of the results. Um, have you seen a change in what brands are willing to do or how they're willing to work with you from that? And and um, and kind of, you know, how you're able to really, I guess I want to say n- negotiate your worth because I think a lot of times people get afraid to even pitch a brand because they think that their following is too small. So I would love for you to kind of share like how how do you do that now and how do you really use the templates and and use what you've learned to showcase your strengths? Yeah, um, I have actually started pitching brands and using your templates and it's it's been amazing. I do get a lot of people pitching me asking to work with me. And I love that I can just kind of field those um, requests with your template so I can see if they're kind of worth pursuing or not. Um, Like if they're just offering me a free product and I'm on the fence about working with them, you know, and if, you know, if they're a reputable, great company, I will respond back to them with your template and then either they will, I won't hear from them again, which is fine, or they will respond with the money that I wanted to um, get from them, which is amazing. And I feel like after blogging for so many years and, you know, I've, I've been getting a lot of people requesting my time, wanting me to work for free or work for paid a small amount of money or a free product. And so I thought it was a great time to take your course because I can learn how to negotiate those deals to get more income. And also it has helped me, you know, get rid of those people who weren't going to pay me anyway. So, so now I'm only working with, you know, a handful of companies right now, but those are all paying me very well. And so I don't have to feel like I'm stressed out accepting every single offer that comes into my email inbox. And that now if they're not worth paying me, I mean, if they won't pay me, then it's not really worth my time in, unless it's a, you know, a company that I really, really want to work for. And so that has freed up so much time for me. It has given me so much empowerment and confidence. And it's given me time to have like a vision for my blog and for my Instagram account so that I can spend time creating free content that my audience will really like. And then every once in a while, I can sprinkle that in with some sponsored content. And it's not all sponsored content because I'm only taking those jobs that are really really paying me well. And I loved what you said about, you know, sometimes you're going to pitch brands and you're not going to hear back and that Mm -hmm. should kind of be expected. But I think that a lot of times, Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, at least the people in my community or, you know, I'll get DMs or emails that people will say, I don't know what I'm doing wrong because I'm pitching a brand. You know, maybe I've pitched a couple of brands. I don't hear back. So I guess like, I'm just not ready, or I guess I don't have, you know, enough followers, or I guess I'm just not the influencer that they're looking for. And they get so defeated so early on. And, um, I would love to kind of hear your thought on that because to me, I kind of see that as a challenge that a lot of times bloggers and influencers, they wait until things are what they would view as being perfect before taking action. Or they'll take like one small step of an action. They'll pitch one brand, they won't hear back, and then they just will never pitch again. And so I would love to get your thoughts on that of um, you know, it, those challenges that you see other bloggers and influencers of just waiting for that perfect moment or waiting for that perfect time. And because of that, they don't really continue on and take the action. And I think you're a great example of that too, because you've been doing this for so long and you're still at it. You still show up every day and you still move forward. So, um, I would love to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it's not easy. You're not going to get a response the first time. Um, but you still have to, you know, keep at it and work on it. It's not that, it's not that maybe you're saying it wrong. I mean, if someone's taking your class and they're using your templates, it's not that there's anything wrong with the templates. It's just that company wasn't right for them and and the timing wasn't right for them or maybe their, you know, their account isn't quite up to what it should be with like their their branding and what they're focused on and, um, their photos and all of that maybe doesn't go quite together. So I would say, don't give up. It's not the class. It's, you just have to continue to pitch. If everything's going well with your Instagram and your blog and all your social media platforms, um, you just have to keep at it and keep pitching because it really only takes one it really only takes a handful of yeses to really make a great income. I mean, I only have a handful of um, of companies that I work with now, but I like that. I like that I'm not making sponsored content every single time I post a picture on Instagram. And once you find a company to work with, it's great that you can continue to work with them for years down the road, several times a year. And But yeah, definitely don't give up on pitching it's hard to continually get no's to keep trying, but if it's really truly what you want to do and you love what you're doing, just continue to have fun, continue to make your account as great as can be and continue to focus on serving your audience. And eventually you'll get those one or two yeses that really fuel you to keep going. Mm -hmm. That's great feedback. Um, and I appreciate your honesty of that and kind of your journey. Um, so I would love to hear what is going to be next for you. What are you most excited about for the rest of this year? And what are some goals that you have in mind that you're excited to accomplish? Yeah, well, um, since taking Pitch It Perfect last August and seeing my income increase from, you know, just being like a hobby blog to now after taking the course, it's a real legitimate part-time income, I would love to con continue to pitch brands and to take that further to a full-time income and possibly, you know, turning my influence into products that I myself can make and sell um, that help, 
support my audience and give them to be able to give them what they need. So Cassie, before we wrap this up, if you, if there was someone listening that they're like, you know, I kind of feel like Cassie, like maybe I've just started out or maybe I've been doing this for a while, but I don't have a ton of followers. Um, and I just don't think that I'm ready. If, if someone was on the fence of, you know, I want to take this program, I want to see if it helps, but I keep, you know, saying all of these things to kind of talk myself out of it. What would be your recommendation or your, your, um, encouragement for them? Well, if they're having doubts and they, they just don't think they're ready, they think they need to get to that next level of, you know, follower count. I mean, I know I was there when I took your class, I had just over 2000 followers and I was thinking, am I, am I ready yet? But I decided to take the class anyway. And I'm so, so glad I did. Um, I would definitely say that's one of the number one challenges that most business owners face is just not taking action. And so if they're on the fence about taking the class, if they really want to increase their influence and make a living being an influencer, then I would definitely say that they need to step out. And I know it's scary, but to take that next action and to take the class. That doesn't mean that it's going to magically make all their wildest income dreams come true, but that it is the tools that you need to do that. And now that I have these tools in my tool belt, I can continue to, um, continue to use them to grow. And it's just the beginning. So even if they are on the fence and they're not sure about it, and maybe they do take the class and then they don't see the results right away that they wanted to, I would tell them just to continue to keep action, keep taking action. That's perfect. Um, well, Cassie, before we wrap this up as well, one more question. What does influence mean to you? Well, to me, when I think about the word influence, I also think about the word gifts. I think we're all gifted in something And that's typically what other people continually ask us about. And then they take our advice on. And thanks to social media, I can not only share my gifts and my influence with my friends and family, but now I have the opportunity to serve and influence anyone. And that's not only powerful, but very fulfilling and rewarding too. That's awesome. Well, Cassie, for those listening, um, I would love for you to share where they can learn more about you or where they can connect with you on Instagram. I also can't wait to hear what people's feedback is on, um, on our conversation today and just kind of hearing more about you and your journey and where you are. I really think that it's going to remind a lot of influencers or bloggers listening that they're not alone in this process. Um, so I would love for them to be able to connect with you on that and, and, um, and, and chat in that way on Instagram. Yeah. Thanks so much, Julie. Um, my account name is called the dark plum and you can find me on all social media channels, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and on my blog at thedarkplum.com. And, you know, you can just go to my blog, thedarkplum.com and I have all my social media channels linked on there as well. 
Awesome. Well, Cassie, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing with us just um, the evolution of your blogger journey and giving those listening some encouragement and inspiration to keep at it. Again, like you said, it's not an overnight success. It's something that you really do have to be passionate about and, and keep moving forward. And um, so just thanks for for sharing that and sharing how you've been able to do a multitude of things, including uh, Pitch It Perfect to kind of really help complement the success that you're seeing now. Thanks again, Julie, for having me. Wanting even more influencer podcast goodness and to connect with like-minded influencers? Join our Facebook community for daily tips on how to up-level your business and chat with myself and other listeners. All you got to do is visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the influencer podcast to be a part of this wonderful community. Are you ready to create your own industry leading influence for show notes, downloads, and action-based tips head to www.theinfluencerpodcast.com where you can find out more about this week's episode guest and our host, Julie Solomon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please take a minute to go to iTunes and leave a review so we can help other influencers like yourself build their own successful business.